Hello, and welcome to our next episode of Talk Concord, a City of Concord, New Hampshire podcast. This podcast brings you information about current and future happenings centered on why Concord is a great place to live, work, play, and invest. I'm Stephanie Breton, Public Information Officer, and I'm joined by Alyssa Alfieri from Lelise Designer Resale. Thank you so much for coming in today. Thank you for having me. Thrilled to have you here. And as we're recording this, we're getting ready for Earth Day uh, coming up in a few days. So as the Lease Designer Resale eases the burden of the fashion industry while directly benefiting the local economy, that's found that on your website, which is great. I think it's nice to remind people of that. So for anyone who hasn't heard of LDR, could you tell us a little bit more about your store? Yeah, so we are primarily a consignment store. We specialize in upscale designer resale. So we have everything from Chanel and Gucci and mm-hmm. Tory Burch, all the way down to everyday brands like J. Crew and Madewell. And so we kind of run the gamut on the consignment end of things. And so we're repurposing items that are already out in people's closets, finding new owners, finding new homes for them. And mm-hmm. then we also have two lines of new clothing in the store as well. And we also have a bunch of new accessories and jewelry and things. So it's a great way to shop all of the stores in the mall all of the different aspects of the fashion industry, but to do it all in a small business model like we have. Yeah, and being on Main Street, yeah. very centrally located, so that's great. Could you tell us a little bit more about your background and how you came to own this uh, store? Yeah, so it kind of like converges all in being a conquered person and being a fashion girly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for me, I have been a secondhand shopper my whole life. It mm-hmm. kind of arose out of necessity. It was just a better way for my family to be purchasing things. And I started to get good at it. And it started to become a more fun challenge to find stuff in the secondhand market than it did in the new market. After a while, it became sort of boring to shop firsthand, if you will, or at the mall because it was just the stores are putting things out for sale. And it's what everybody else gets to access. And so the creativity level of being able to just pull things from what everyone can access kind of never felt like enough. Mm -hmm. And so the thrill of the hunt with secondhand shopping has always been really compelling for me. And so it's something that I just kept doing. And I had a lot of like through college and even in grade school and um, high school, I had a lot of like mini businesses where I was really into a particular craft or something and I would get really excited about it and make so much of whatever it was that I just had more than one person would ever need. And so Mm -hmm. I would start selling it to my friends and and that would kickstart something else and I'd get sick of it and turn it into something else or I'd have to like focus on school for a little while. (laughs) (laughs) Put down my side businesses or I'd get in trouble because I set up a whole table at the lunchroom in the cafeteria (laughs) to sell stuff and they were like, you kind of can't do that here at school. And I was like, oh, well, I wanted ice cream. So I was trying to make money for it. So Uh, you're an (laughs) early entrepreneur is (laughs) what you're saying. Absolutely. Like very focused on how I can make a couple of bucks really early on. And Mm -hmm. a lot of it was about um, self-expression though, too. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sometimes it was just like I wanted candy money and like stuff for snacks and little things. But also I really just, I wanted to be able to buy more clothes and to buy more fabric to make more clothes or to buy more craft supplies to make more things. And so having a little bit of extra money in my pocket was very compelling for me. And so finding ways that I could do that, but also be creative and do all of the arty stuff that I wanted to was also fun. Mm -hmm. Um, And then when I went to school, I thought, I like helping people. I like crafting and stuff, but I don't know about doing that as a job. I don't want to be a designer for another brand and have to do what they want to do, but like Mm -hmm. say, oh, I'm a designer, but like you don't actually get to be that creative if say I'm a designer for Ralph Lauren, but that's not my style. I don't really get to translate who I am through Ralph Lauren, even though I'm working for this really wonderful designer with a ton of history. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, 
I'll go into medicine. And (laughs) I went and undeclared thinking like I'll figure out which part of the medical field and helping people felt right for me. And I actually thought I was going to get into sports medicine and physical therapy and be like an athletic trainer on a sports team. (laughs) And um, I went to my first meeting with my advisor at school who was in charge of all the undeclared kids. And he took one look at me and was like, you know, we have a fashion program, right? And oh, I was yeah. at Southern New Hampshire University. They have a retailing and fashion merchandising program. And by just the luck of the draw and staying close to home, actually, and not going out to some big city, I was able to find a kind of big city program and an education that I would have had to go to New York or L.A. to get in some other school and pay three times as much for. Mm-hmm. And so I ended up going to school for that and realizing the business side of it was really compelling for me also because it aligned with that little side hustle girl that was <laughs> <Right>. like <laughs> setting up the tables and all of that. And so mm-hmm. I was like, oh, wait. The business side of this is to figure out how to do what I do for fun and make it profitable. Right. <laughs> that all right. works really well for me and, and really well for my thought process. And so I got really interested in the behind the scenes and the like more corporate side of retail mm-hmm. and did some internships with um, Saks Incorporated and stuff like that and was really into that kind of level of business and its cachet with the public and its history and heritage. But really was out of love with the idea of not being around people any longer and that helping people thing and seeing their face and seeing the like end of what you're doing, right? Like you're making a product and you're sitting at the corporate level and you're saying like all of the shirts will be this color blue and you're deciding that that color blue is going to be so cool for everyone else, but you never get to see the person pick up the blue shirt and go, oh my gosh, this color blue is exactly what I wanted. Right. And so that part, I guess really felt like it was missing for me. And so after I finished school, I actually got a job at Zoe and Company Professional Brofitters down the street on Main Street in Concord and was like, oh, this is all of it. Mm-hmm. I got to very quickly, I progressed within that company and was managing it, which meant that I was also in charge of, you know, all of the HR aspects of, of running a business, but also getting to do the buying and getting to go on buying trips and working with vendors and getting to decide what that store was going to sell for the year. And that all allowed me to do all of that kind of corporate side and business side of things. But then I also got to sell those items to the people and see their faces when they put it on and say, oh my gosh, this makes me feel like a million bucks. And it's like, Mm -hmm. well, good thing it's only 69. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's only a $75 bra. So you're going to get out of here with like, you know, huge savings. Right. Yes, exactly. It was was so great to be able to kind of combine all of that. And so then I had all of this experience. I was falling in love with small business and really thinking this is what I want to do. And then LDR, like the least designer resale, I found out through a couple of people that I just was me enough to say, hey, I want to do this someday. This seems like something that I would like to do. And they let me know that it was for sale. And so Mm -hmm. I was able to work with the previous owner and work out an agreement that meant that I was the new owner of Lily's Designer Resale. And so ever since June 2016, that's been it for me. And it's been so awesome to be able to kind of see this business through and and to usher it into a new era, but also to see now that we've moved on to Main Street, like what a huge difference it makes in the community and having a store like this available for other people. So it's been really just a full circle thing for me, but it seems like I'm kind of helping out with a lot of other people's (laughs) stories too. So it's really nice. Yeah, that's great. That's a fantastic story. And I know you've definitely had, you know, ups and downs with the business, but now, you know, you're on Main Street, which is great and, and super exciting. And you talked a little bit about the community. I know you're very involved in the community. Um, most people, you know, 
probably know you, but in case they don't know, uh, you're the current chair of the Greater Concord Chamber of Commerce. That's just one of the many organizations you've been involved in. Why is this important to you and what have those uh, community experiences meant to you? Yeah, I think to me, it is one of the things that is so compelling about small business is being immersed in your community. Mm-hmm. Those people that I was talking about of like seeing the end result in their face and seeing their reaction, like those are my customers. Those are the people that pay my bills. Those are the people that support my store and talk about it when I'm not around. And those are my brand ambassadors, my street team, my everything. And mm-hmm. um, I have, uh, you know, along with being a lifelong kind of entrepreneur person, but I also, I, I do like helping people and I like giving back. And I was the kid that wanted to pick up the litter at the ponds. And I was the kid that wanted to like, you know, empty my pockets anytime someone was collecting change or like, you know, the bell ringers at the um, grocery store and stuff. I was always that kid that wanted to do that stuff. And I found through, you know, church and stuff, there's always a lot of ways to volunteer and stuff like that. But as a person who wasn't super active in that community at that time in my life, I was really struggling with ways to give back and and how to do that. And Mm -hmm. it wasn't very often, you know, you hear about volunteering at a soup kitchen or, you know, those types of things that you can do to give back to your community, but how to get yourself there and how to know who to talk to and all of those things were kind of like a big blind spot for me. Mm -hmm. And so when I started coming to um, work in Concord and starting to get to meet people and customers and, and people would mention stuff. I saw uh, an article about the Concord Young Professionals Network and I mm-hmm. thought, oh, that seems like a really cool thing to get involved in. I was in my very early 20s and I thought, you know, I'm 23 or 24, I think I was. And I thought this would be really cool to be able to get involved with other people that like their jobs and want to be involved in their community as well. And then that made me realize how many other volunteer opportunities were there Mm -hmm. and I was able to kind of get involved through them but then also around that same time I discovered In Town Concord which is an Mm -hmm. organization that is set solely to promote downtown Concord as a great place to like be and work and own a business and to shop and and for somebody who's working on Main Street that again you know I just I have found myself if you just kind of keep your ear to the ground and your eyes open and and you're listening and paying attention to your environment these opportunities to get involved present themselves to you and so uh, by being involved in a business on Main Street that put me in a position where I was able to volunteer for in town Concord for a really long time and that ended up being a way to get onto the board. They said, okay, this is a person who has been at all of these events and has been helping Mm -hmm. out and is really into our mission and what we do. So how can we get her more involved? And so I said yes when they invited me onto that board. And that led to me being president of that board for two years and Mm -hmm. being able to really kind of see the the effects of my work and my volunteerism. And so that got me when I was getting involved and more into the in-town Concord part of it, it allowed me to have the skill set to be more robust in my Concord Young Professional Network, or SIPN is what we call it, um, participation. And that got me onto their steering committee, which is basically their board of advisors. And so getting involved more with that and then transferring that when I became the chair of the SIPN steering committee, you go onto the chamber board as an ex officio member. And I saw so much value in that board and they asked Mm -hmm. me to stay on there. And so now I've been on that board for, I think just over seven years. And so now serving as chair. So it is definitely like my involvement and my, um, you know, notoriety for whatever (laughs) that is, uh, in this community is, Mm -hmm. is for the better part, because for 13 years, I've been the person that you see at every single event downtown and at every single organization and, and has some sort of, you know, knowledge or, or 
um, history with a lot of different organizations, but it's because I just, I have endless ideas and endless energy for this community because it's given me so much. And I have this thing that I tell all the time that probably works better, not on a podcast, but I have two hands and I'm reaching one Mm -hmm. hand out to the community saying, give me, give me, give me. Mm -hmm. I want their support. I want their dollars in my register. I want them to talk about my business and to talk about me positively, but I have this other hand that I can use to help too. Mm -hmm. And so to me, I feel like that's how you create a cyclical economy within your community, but also within your business of if you're putting out and you're sponsoring events and you're sponsoring, if you don't have the money, you have the time and the energy and the ideas of you as a person, then you can be there at the events and you can be on the board. You can do all of those things without having to cut a big check. But Mm -hmm. for me now, I feel like I am at a point where I have been able to be on these boards for long enough time to be a person that now, as I'm going to be transitioning off of this chamber board, I'll be ex officio for a couple of years and then be off completely because of terming out on the bylaw and stuff you know right. I'm not even yeah. leaving of my own volition they kind of have to kick me out and close the door after and lock it so I can't get back in yeah um, but it is I think it's really cool to be at the point where I'm at now and be able to look backwards and say oh man I said yes to all of these things and now it has led me to this place where I feel like I am so immersed in the community where people do know me but they also know me as a resource as someone that can come to if they need something or if they need like I, I feel like I'm kind of a conduit like I will help connect you to that other person if you know Stephanie you walked in and been like hey <laughs> what about this? And I've said, oh, right. you should talk to this person or whatever. And I think mm-hmm. that skill set of networking, but also just participating and being involved and being interested in the people around me enough that I'll remember those things that they told me. That's yeah. the reason someone was interested enough in me saying, I want to own my own store someday to say, hey, here's an opportunity where maybe you could mm-hmm. because they remembered it, you know? And so I think if I can do that for other people, it just means that I'll even get more of that in the, in the future. But I don't even think about it like that. It's more just like, you know, what can I do for the people around me so that I feel really good? And, and so it's just this community makes it so easy and it's just really fun. Well, I know you're a big, big cheerleader of Concord and you mm-hmm. do know a lot of people and you are a great resource. So <laughs> thank you for that. And thank you're, you. and I will say just anyone who might be hesitant to go into a, a, a store like Lisa, I just wanted to put it out there that it's a very welcoming place. Yeah. Um, and I know, you know, you are, you were very welcoming and do remember, um, yeah. everyone, you know, when they tell you something like, oh, I know you like this or that. So, um, I think that's one of the great things about yeah, our small to. businesses is that the owners know you and you get mm-hmm. that connection. So. I think that's really unique in Concord too, because I've been to a lot of businesses that are, you know, on the smaller side or in communities mm-hmm. where they have a lot of small businesses. But I think our involvement with each other and those boards and stuff, I'm not alone. Like I'm not some special example of a business owner downtown who also is on a bunch of boards. I'm one of many, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm just yeah. extra loud because of who I am <laughs> as a person. <laughs> But I think, you know, everybody is very involved. And Mm -hmm. I one of the cool parts about what I do is that I can democratize that level of fashion where, you know, Chanel maybe begets a trip to Boston. And so there's this level of access that actually is like, you know, threefold or four or fivefold where you have to be able to afford the item in the first place, but you also have to be able to get to a place where they're selling that item. Maybe you could purchase it online these days and stuff, but some of that stuff you want to be able to look at and try on if you're making a massive investment like you would be in a Chanel item or something. Mm -hmm. That is an item 
program that holds its value, that is an actual investment piece that could, they're saying holds its value more than real estate does these days. And so it is something that you want to think really hard about. But if you have to do all of these things, there's so many barriers to even get you into that store. Sometimes that's just enough to make people feel like they're not welcome, even if they do have the money or the like ability or the willingness to spend at that time and that effort and that energy. But then sometimes the the company itself is not something that they really vibe with or they are a a type of person who fits into some sort of minority uh, population where they don't necessarily feel welcome at that type of store or this Mm -hmm. type of environment or they don't feel like, you know, because they can access all of that stuff firsthand that they necessarily deserve to be in the store. There's all these ways that we kind of tell ourselves we shouldn't belong or we don't need to be somewhere. And Mm -hmm. at LDR, one of the biggest things that we do, I think, is really just cut all of that out and just make it a place where everyone feels comfortable. And if you want to have a conversation with us about how to dress for an event that's really specific or if you want to redo your entire wardrobe or if you just want to know how to authenticate this item or how we authenticated it, we can explain those things. And it's an environment where you do feel like you can kind of go back and forth and ask questions. And I think there's just a lot of people out there that could shop anywhere in the world, but will shop at my store. And I'm very proud of the fact that it's because they feel good about what they're doing, whether it's what they're giving to the community and the economy and the local business that they're supporting, or just that we make them feel good about themselves when they come in. And I think that's just so special and it's something I'll never take for granted. It's just too cool. Yeah, and then they can walk by the store after and, you know, kind of yeah. see your items and, like, wave and here yeah. I am today. It's re- it's really cool. Definitely. Um, I think you touched on this a little bit, but my next question is, uh, what is one of your favorite things about owning a business in Concord and now on Main Street? Um, I know I think one of the coolest things we have here is how not only how great our community is, but all of the great uh, community partnerships we have. So, you know, whether it's a, a nonprofit partnering with a business or small businesses getting together, I mean, we've got tons of examples of those. So I know that's something that you participate in too. Yeah, I think it is a really unique to Concord thing that we are so involved. And I talk about that a lot, but it is, it bleeds into everything and mm-hmm. everyone's organizations and companies and brands bleed into everyone else's. And it is just a community and it is a place where you can come to my store and I'll be having a pop-up that day. And I'm partnering mm-hmm. with some other business or brand and bringing that into my storefront to bring to my customers so that they can support this thing that I think is really cool. Or even like next door, Wine on Main, Emma is so good at community partnerships. She's got everything from meeting with realtors about the secrets to getting a house or a dance lesson that she's partnered with the dance studio that's above us for, Mm -hmm. or, um, you know, she's had runs that started there or ended there for wine tastings. There's going to be a mom walk downtown um, next month for Mother's Day. And that is something that is sort of like a, almost like a pub crawl, but like it's for moms. And so it's really specific in its language and what they're doing. And it's basically a time where you can all meet up with your strollers and you can go to this one little thing that's like planned and together. And then everything else is just kind of milling out on your own. And so Mm -hmm. it's like no matter what level, whether you want to sit and take a class somewhere or if you are just like asking one of us, where can I get lunch? Like there's just so many people willing to be those brand ambassadors for all of downtown, not just themselves. Yeah, And, you know, I've, I've worked in this downtown for I don't know, 13 years now. And it's funny because I'll 
be talking with a customer and they'll say, hey, do you know of another place that does what you do? And I'll say, oh yeah, across the street, there's Hilltop and there's this spot and this spot. And they're all really surprised when I'm willing to recommend other businesses. And some of them have told me, oh, I asked so-and-so at this other place in some other town, like not even in Concord. Mm -hmm. And they said there weren't any. Mm -hmm. But like I'm sitting right there as an example of another one that they just had the wherewithal to Google and, and find by the luck of the world, I guess. But, yeah. uh, you know, it's it's interesting to see how connected we all are and how supportive we all are. But I think it's very wise of us and it's mm -hmm. very smart because I can't always guarantee that my store is going to be the thing that gets you to get in your car, drive all the way from, say, Manchester or something. Like, yeah, sure, if you live in Concord and you're two streets away or something, then maybe you'll just walk by and decide today's the day you'll walk in. But mm -hmm. are you going to get in the car, drive on 93, you pay a toll, find parking, do all of that stuff just for LDR? Gosh, do I ever hope so, but gosh, can I never plan for that either. And so mm -hmm. by talking about the other things that you can do downtown, you start to realize, oh my goodness, Concord is a place you can make a day of. Yeah, I can come downtown sure. with a friend. I can come downtown with family. I can come downtown with somebody who is not a small business shopper or somebody who totally is and blow them away with how many options they have and how much cool stuff there is to access here. But like... Also, it's just one of those things where, like, I'll say, oh, make sure you check out Bonafide down the street if you like the incense we're burning here because that's where we buy it. Mm -hmm. And then they go down there and they say, oh, yeah, that plant in the window is from Penumbra. And then they go down mm -hmm. there and they say, oh, that sticker, yeah, we sell these stickers here, but the other ones we got at LDR. And then they're back at my store, you know. Right. And so it's like I think it is cyclical both in a community sense but also in that, like, small business sense. And so it's just, you know, I could – Talk, you could have a whole other podcast about why Concord <laughs> right. is a great place to have a business and I could be like your only guest for six months straight and we never run out of things for me to say. But No, I it is it true is. though. I do. I just, I love that aspect of Concord because I do feel like it's, it's not competition. You know, it's everyone out to support each other, which I think is really special. Yeah. There's so. this saying like collaboration over competition. And I think that the, I think it also, and I have to say this too, I think it speaks to how female um, heavy uh, the presence is too. Um, not to say that, you know, male owned businesses wouldn't be as community minded also, but I think that as women, we do tend to think that way a little bit more on a subconscious level, which then bleeds into our entrepreneurship and then bleeds leads into everything else. And so if we all as women can sit and say, no, we're going to lift each other up because a high tide raises all ships. And if, you know, people are putting drops in my bucket and it overflows, that means that everybody gets just that little bit higher up. And mm -hmm. I think we all do a good job of balancing, taking care of ourselves, but also just looking around and making sure that everybody's got food on their plate. And mm -hmm. I think we want to take care of each other in that sense. And so it is, it's cool to see how many businesses are, um, you know, have that presence in their stores and then how much that bleeds into kind of the way that we interact with each other. It is very kind of motherly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's you true. Know? And you mentioned, yeah, the mom walk and hopefully those will continue events like that because yeah. that is so great and really, really cool. I don't know. I mean, you've already really mentioned a lot, but my next <laughs> question is, are there other things that you love about Concord that you like to share? Yeah, I think... It goes back into that like sense of there's a sense of comfort that I think you can't really put 
too many words to like you have to just come downtown and see it so I guess Mm -hmm. that's really what I'm realizing I want to say is just if you haven't been or you haven't been in a while Mm -hmm. come and experience it just take a walk downtown if you work locally just make a point to have your lunch break downtown one day a week or just once on the weekend and bring the family down and hit up the farmer's market and then see what Mm -hmm. happens from there I think there's so much to discover but also it's just it's a palpable feeling that you can't explain until you're walking on that street that there is just this comfort there's this small business sensibility if you're a Gilmore Girls watcher it is so stars hollow out there like it is so that's the best way I can describe it to people but it's sort of a niche reference so if you get it Mm -hmm. you get it if you don't you don't but um, it just it feels good and it feels like everybody knows everybody but in a good way like everybody knows everybody's business because they're interested not because they're nosy or they're gonna gossip and Mm -hmm. it's just nice to know that there are people that are looking out for you you know, we had that flood in 2019 and people were showing up before I even had an ability to tell people that it happened. It was just that people walked by and saw there was stuff going on outside of my store. And they said, oh, what does Alyssa need? And they walked in and I was able to like literally just hand things to them and be like, here's all of my house plans. <laughs> yeah. like, they you know, need help. Yeah. yeah like, you know, I had Ryan Vizda held on to my uh, plants from the store from June and t- or I think from December until like June and took mm-hmm. good care of them. They all came back alive and looking good. <laughs> And, you know, it was everything from that to being able to take all of the Chanel out of the store and stick it in Kate Sullivan's office so that mm-hmm. she could hold on to it for me. And, you know, she's over there showing it off to people trying to sell it for me and stuff. And, yeah, there you, know, you go. It's like, <laughs> I, it does take a village. And I think it's a two-way street that you have to be able to accept the village. And mm-hmm. I think that Concord has that. And so I think it has been a really great almost selling point on the community, both for participating in it from a consumer side and just coming downtown and shopping, but also on the entrepreneur side of like, where would I want to start a business? Where would I want to open a business? I've seen a lot of people choose Concord over other towns that maybe on paper seem like they would be a better spot, but really finding good, good success here because of the longstanding small business community that's here too, though. We hear people come into my store and they say, oh, my great uncle worked here in 1965 when it was you know such and such business or they'll be like oh you have that office upstairs right like they know the layout of your store they know Mm -hmm. what your basement looks like because they worked there in high school which was 40 years ago yeah it's the belief in small business is there also because they know somebody who's had a small business and they Mm -hmm. know somebody who's worked at a small business and supported a family it doesn't seem so out there in this community in particular than it would in say another area where they just don't have such a vibrant small business or downtown so yeah it's just interesting to see and I think that's what keeps me coming here all the time it's just compelling to be able to be a part of that and to see it go through year after year and just get better and better like it has Mm -hmm. so just come and hang out yeah I know you always say that just come and hang out yeah and in addition to being at the store uh what are some of your favorite things to do in Concord and beyond if you want to mention um if you're not working yeah I think I work a lot and <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, my that, favorite yeah. thing to do is work. How boring is ever an answer? No, I have a three-year-old and so uh, one of the things that I do like to do, and it's funny because I am a small business person and I love walking around to downtown, if you couldn't tell from all the things I just said. Mm-hmm. My three-year-old begs to walk around downtown Concord. If we ask him, we have to be careful when we ask him because mm-hmm. well, it'll be a Sunday and it's like my one day that I'm not in Concord and I'm at home <laughs> right. and we'll mm-hmm. say, hey, what do you want to do today? And he'll be like, go to LDR and go to the stores. Mm -hmm. And he literally wants to just go bop around downtown and go into the stores that he likes. 
and mm-hmm. visit the things that he likes. And then he'll want to go to the state house lawn and wander around there. He'll want to go to Bicentennial Square and Eagle Square. And so it sounds terrible. And like you paid me to say this or something, but <laughs> truly like one of my favorite things to do when I'm not working is actually get to go and shop at the other businesses because all of us do have that problem of like we have the same hours because we're on the same street right. and we work the same days because that's what retail is. Right. Um, and right. So to be able to actually visit during business hours and like shop and, and participate in their businesses the way that they do in mine it is just so fun. Um, and then I also just really like to sew and, and to do crafts and, and textile art and fiber art like that. So I sew and I embroider and I cross stitch and things like that. So in your free time in all your free time yeah in all my free time like maybe (laughs) once this year I probably managed to like put uh you know needle to threads but Mm -hmm. (laughs) it is uh that'll always be the like first thing that I want to do if I have a little bit of time and want to pick up something to kill that time so cool yeah well thank you for that um is there anything else you want to mention before we wrap up uh LDR is at 7 North Main Street we're open 10 to 6 every single day and we would love you to stop by yeah, definitely stop by. Say hi to Alyssa. She's Can't very approachable yeah. and, and friendly. So, um, yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing all that with us. And thanks again for being here today. Thank you for having me. It was my pleasure.